0: Hello and welcome to Experience Share. It's a Pokemon podcast starring me, Goldeen Ring. Goldeen. AKA Tanner Green Ring. And I'm joined, as always, by my co host, Kadabrosh. Kadabra. AKA Joshua Fialset. I think I've used that one before. I don't think in that construction, but I think the name. Yeah. But that's fine. It's Pokemon podcast. It's the season finale of season 3B, playing through Fire Red and Leaf Green. Mm-hmm. Just to be on- to completely honest with you, because you are our best friends, all of you, bug catchers. We intended to finish off the season last week. Anthony Smith was supposed to be our season finale guest. Right. Uh, we well, just had a lot of fun. We just had too much fun, and we decided to chase some waterfalls this week and do the Sevi Islands and uh, Cerulean Cave. Yeah. And maybe you noticed, and maybe you tweeted at us very obnoxiously. And if so, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> That we didn't have a You Make Me Barf or Sweetie last week. And it's because we have them this week. And we were planning on doing them last week. But right now we're just going to do them this week. Yeah. And again, fuck you. And also, you guys know the Sweeties and the Barfs from these gens. Like, we're very close to going into some new lands. And uh, let's, let's just keep moving the narrative forward. Yeah. As a nation... Keep on keeping on. Joshua, we beat the game last week. That's right. We took on the Elite Four. We beat Blaine and gary and <laughs> veronica and <What? laughs> um who <laughs> horace and uh we left. i think it's lorelei bruno agatha lance and gary but mm. victoria that sounds like elite five to victoria me victoria sounds interesting um i think i said veronica but <laughs> i couldn't <laughs> I couldn't yeah, remember Veronica their names, and I didn't want to scroll down in our sheet to discover what their names actually what, is were. Is that the Archie people? Like, the Archie, yeah, people, the Archie people the elite four? Yeah. Like they got a Veronica, It's Archie, right? it's Jughead, it's Veronica, it's Betty. <laughs> yeah. And of course, Bad Josh. Right. After that, the game ends. Credits roll. And what credits they are. The credits were kind of good. They had, like, the starter Pokemon and Pikachu, kind of as these, like, colorful splash screens. Yeah. And then your little trainer guy, like, sprinting. Yeah, and, like, increasingly... Like, not the, not the overworld character, but, like, a animated gif of your character running. 2D, like a side-scroller style. Like, Metroid yeah. style or something. And then that was it. The end of the game, right? Wrong. No. Wrong, idiot. Welcome back to Palatown. You wake up in front of your own home. Yeah. You walk inside. Mom is there. This is where the trouble starts again. It's as though you never left in a lot of ways because mom's just like, take a rest if you want. And then you wander off and then Professor Oak comes and catches you and he says, not too fast, boy. Yeah. I have something to show you at my lab. And he takes you back to his lab. And he programs in the National decks into your Pokedex, and Bad Josh is there too, and he's being obnoxious about it. We won't go into this whole thing. We alluded to it last episode, but he does not program the National decks in until you have 60 Pokemon. Yes. Which both of us had to deal with. This being a Nuzlocke run, at this point in the game, neither of us had encountered or caught 60 Pokemon. No, I had 45. So we did have a temporary lift on the Nuzlocke rules so that we could go back and catch some new Pokemon to get up to that 60 mark. Yeah. I did that, Josh. I put them all in the last box. Exiled. Yeah, and then as soon as I had the National decks, I released them all. I did not want anything to do with them. I haven't released them, although they are in an obscure box as well, but I'll release them. I'll release them. Please do. I think it's irresponsible that you haven't yet. I am sorry. I realize that now. And Bug Catchers, you have a... You were granted a temporary reprieve from the Nuzlocke rules this week as well, if you need to. But I swear to God, I, I swear to Arceus, if we see any of you people using any of those Pokemon that you caught. Yeah, you're fucking dead to us. Yeah. Get out, get out of the RSS. Now we have the National decks, which means that the world of the Sevi Islands is truly open to us. You fly or bike or journey back to Vermilion. Uh where the the boat is, and you get back on using your Tri-Pass, and you end up on one island. We're back again. And who do you see there but your old buddy, Cilio! Cilio! And he is there to take your your, um, Tri-Pass away from you and give you a Rainbow Pass. Yeah, he tells you he must give you a new pass because the internet is down again. Yeah, it didn't take long. Yeah, what do they got, Spectrum out there? Any <laughs> hell yeah, New York East Coast joke? Are they they're probably all over the fucking East Coast. I hate Spectrum. What do I got? What's what's Comcast called? I don't know. Xfinity, I've got Xfinity. Oh, Xfinity, that's probably good. No, it's disappointing. Okay, they all are. We paid for extra speed, and <laughs> it just like they never give us extra speed. And then sometimes it just doesn't fucking work, and we have to unplug our modem. Oh yeah, that's like Spectrum. God, Internet's so stupid. Yeah, it's like we can't do this. What? What is everyone Celia over here? Like we're not even on the sevy fucking islands. We're in a, a big city. You're out in a you know pretty metropolitan state. We gotta move to like uh we gotta move to Seoul. That's like where they have the good internet. Yeah seems like a lot of work though and they make good zombie movies you ever seen last train to busan no and in fact a co-worker was just talking to me about that and i added it to my list because i like korean cinema in general it's a hell of a movie one of my favorite zombie movies i've ever seen and it's train based and i know you love train movies i do love train i love train movies and yeah, and the band trains oh and the vehicle yeah <laughs> <No>.
1: <laughs> you uh, love
0: train the band not the band ah! i'll give you the other ah! two You know that song? Um, Yeah. Hey, uh, soul sister. It's called Hey Hey Soul Soul Sister. 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 Yeah. Is that Mister Mister on the radio? You like that one? Um, No, not particularly. Jesus, Josh. Sometimes I wonder why we're friends. You love the Chili Peppers. What's their original one? Uh, Drops a Jupiter in her Uh, hair. That's a great one. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So Josh loves trains, trains, and trains. And Korean cinema. They're really good at zombie movies, the Korean film industry. I watched one on Netflix the other day called Alive. Whoa. About a young social media influencer who gets trapped in his home because of zombies and uses his drone to outsmart them. Okay. That one was pretty fun. Let's do that. What were we talking about? Um, Korean zombie movies? That that, (laughs) Celio's, that the internet's down and he tells us he needs two gems. To get it booted back up. A ruby and a sapphire, wink, wink. The internet in Kanto is gem-based. <laughs> yeah, it's like Dark Crystal. <laughs> Here's another one. <laughs> Watch that one, too. Josh was just recommending that to the D&D group on Slack the other day. I mean, I loved the movie as a kid, and then I rewatched it a couple of years ago, and I was like, oh, the movie's mostly kids-based, but obviously looks fantastic. But the new Netflix series that they just canceled is awesome yeah i haven't seen it's a feast for the eyes and it's got a good plot and you know they scale the whole thing up highly recommend it it's all like puppets too right yeah it's still jim henson's company that's cool doing all of it so ruby and sapphire you need to go and find them Yeah. do you get it yeah think about it it's the game And the point is, you were firing up the internet so that you can trade across cartridges with Ruby and Sapphire. Yeah, he doesn't really even give you any direction, but you're like, well, I'm on one island, so I guess I have to check this out again. And you make your way up to Mount Ember. Yeah. You overhear these two rocket cronies sort of arguing with one another. And when you approach them, they battle you, obviously. They've got some crap. Yeah, who cares? Yeah. I can tell you exactly what they have. Coughing. Coughing, muck. (laughs) Uh, Arbach, Zubat. Zubat. Yeah. Had whatever. And then once you beat them up, they kind of reveal that they know half the password. It's sort of an elegant system Team Rocket has set up where yeah. they only teach half the grunts half the password and the other half the grunts the other half of the password to get into the Team Rocket uh, warehouse where they're supposedly storing these, right. these gems or something. I don't know. And then the, the, you overhear them talking about the password, and it's Goldeen Need Log. Which, if you think about it. Because Goldeen Need that log. Goldeen. If you know what I mean. Need Log, and, and it's backwards, you know? Goldeen Need Log. It's an anagram. Yeah. No, not an anagram. A palindrome. Yeah. Yeah, it's palindrome, right? Yeah. So then you walk into the cave, and there's the dang ruby. Yeah. That's it. (laughs) I mean, you go through like a few different like little cave designs and I think there are like slugma in there. Yeah. And it's again, the whole Braille thing comes back. Oh, right. So it's the same thing where there's a room full of like tablets. That's the translation guide. I did the dang work last time we encountered that in Ruby Sapphire, but this time I was just like, I I don't, I'm not going to do the work of translating all this. I know what it is. (laughs) Which is ironic because it meant everything has meaning existence has meaning being alive has meaning have dreams use power that's cool you don't even have to read that i just looked it up right, right right this one doesn't this one doesn't do anything this one is just a ruby out in the middle of a room yeah yeah and then when you you go back to celio Celio, that oh that's when he gives you the rainbow pass and he's like oh thank you for this gem but there's one more that we need to get this wi-fi connection back up and then he gives you this Rainbow Pass, which unlocks rainbow pass the rest of the islands. Rainbow Pass. You know, Fifth Element? Actually, yeah. And uh, this is? Lilu Dallas Multipass. Yeah. Multipass. You know this Multipass. multi-pass. Lilu Dallas, my wife. We're newlyweds. Just met. That's another great movie. I should put that on my list. That is a good one. Did you see his last, his last movie? What is it? City of a Thousand Cities or whatever? Oh, Valerian. Uh, yeah, Valerian. City of a Thousand Planets. I did. And I'm, I I. want you to be very cautious with your take here. Well, it was also a feast for the eyes. It was a feast for the eyes. That's true. I think my complaint was only that I don't really understand why they even bothered with human actors. So much of it is animated and it looks cool. Like the CGI is great. Right. And then you got whoever those two main, the like teens or whatever. Oh, yeah. They suck. And they're like actual actors. And it's like, what's the point? Just make the whole thing fucking CGI. It looks cool. It's an interesting story. I loved that movie. They take you out of it. They take you out of it. I thought it was very fun and really enjoyed it. And someone had like a hot take at that time. And this is prime, like uh, 2016 film content that you've tuned in for, Bug Catchers. But apparently... Someone had a hot take when that film and Passengers came out, which was that the two lead actors in both films should have been switched. Oh, my God. Like, Passengers is about Chris Pratt being, like, a creepy, like, spaceship attendant who, like, unthaws Jennifer Lawrence and, like, makes her, like, gaslights her into falling in love with him on a cryogenic frozen ship. Passengers was bad. Passengers that movie fucking sucks. Was bad. Yeah. All right. And Valerian is about these, like, two swashbuckling, like, comic book heroes who were supposed to be like handsome and swoon worthy. And they found these two like weaselly teens to play the main actors. And it's like both films would have benefited so much with a swap of the leads. Okay. That's pretty good. Fun to think about. Because my main problem was the leads in Valerian. And I mean, passengers, I guess, too. Yeah. Anyway. Well, that's some more movie talk. We got the Rainbow Pass and we're headed to... Four Island. Yeah, the next one. Yeah, it's it's the next logical place to go. We've done one, we've done two, we've done three. Four. Why not head to four? Yeah. There's not a ton here. There's like. It's like three buildings. And like most of them are about Lorelei from the Elite Four. Yeah, Lorelei, it's her hometown apparently. It set it up in a way where it was like, Welcome to Four Island. Here's Lorelei's house. And also you'll talk to Lorelei and you'll interact with Lorelei. And there's a lot of Lorelei stuff happening here. And I was like, Oh, cool. Each member of the Elite Four like lives on and owns one of the final four islands of the Sevi Islands. That's interesting. But no, it no. was just Lorelei. <laughs> yeah, although that would have been kind of cool, but also biased. Well, maybe it's like, um, it's sort of like, a, this is where the dorms are. I see. They train here. Yeah, It'd be cool if they trained here. It would be cool. The only other thing is like daycare. Which you can breed Pokemon at. Neither of us, I presume, had time to deal with too that. Too little, too late. Yeah. yeah, I dumped Blanca the Doug Trio in here because I was like, if another Pokemon dies, like I gotta just have a Doug Trio that's like ready to go. It was already level fifty-two. Right. It's still there to this day, and he'll remain there forever. Yeah, probably at this point. Yeah, I'm not taking her out. Nah. But then you make your way up north, or actually, it's kind of east to Icefall Cavern. Yeah. And it's a cavern that's full of ice and ice puzzles where you have to slide around. It's like three floors, yeah, or three areas. This is sort of our first catchable route of this week's leg, Josh. And I'm, did you catch anyone here? Mm-hmm. I just want really quickly want to say too before you answer, like again, went into the Sevy Islands expecting it to be a smorgasbord of hot, fresh, new Mon for me to gobble up with my Pokeballs. And it wasn't a ton of new or interesting Pokemon. Although I think both of us caught some fairly fresh faces in Icefall Cavern. Yeah. So at this junction, now you can get Gen 2 and Gen 3 Pokemon. Right. But like there's still plenty of regular old Gen 1 Pokemon. Yeah. And I would say predominantly it's still them. Because in here, fortunately, I did not catch one because I wasn't encountered with one first. Didn't encounter one first. It is still mostly fucking like zoo bats and gold bats because it's a cavern, I guess. Ice cavern, though. I don't think bats live in ice caverns. Uh, they lived in sea foam. I mean, I don't know why they, they can just live everywhere. I guess. Anyway, who'd you catch? I caught a Sneasel, which is actually, I think, quite rare. Yeah. Okay. I have something else to say. Sneasel, who I named Hunter after Meadow Soprano's friend uh, growing up. What does that mean? it's her friend friend it's not sexually it wasn't like a okay week. you said it in a way like how my grandpa talks about my uncle's boyfriend <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you i would have liked the character hunter a lot more if that was what was going on <laughs> But at this stage, which is going to be a theme, and I think I mentioned that last episode as well, like, this is just whatever is left. I didn't even give a shit, like, who any of these... I cared a little, at least Hunter is, like, a character that I remember. Because Sneasel I debated bringing into the team, to be honest, um, for a little bit. What is Sneasel? Ice? Ice Dark. Ice Dark, that's kind of interesting. It's a useful combo for your Pokemon, and I figured it would have been useful for Tony's as well. But, the one that I got had a... Modest nature, which upgrades special attack and downgrades attack, and its special attack sucks already. So, you need it to be an attack, uh, physical attacker. And so, I was like, this thing's gonna blow, so I'm out. Uh. But I wasn't out in terms of how sweet it was, because the Sneasel is Joshi's sweetie. Ugh. And I'm making you confront it, Tanner. You know how disappointing that is to me. You know I don't like Sneasel. Look at how festive the sprite is in Gen 3. It's like doing a little twirl. It's got the little like feather situation. It's got a little like saucy little look on its face. I think Sneasel's good. I like Sneasel. I just like... Th- are you looking at it? I'm looking at it. Here are the things that bother me about Sneasel. And I hope you're open to this conversation. It's got a gem on its... In the middle of its It's got a couple head, of Like gems. a meow. Which I don't totally understand. What's the gems about? He's got, it's got one on its chest, one on its head. Sure. You asked the same question about a Meowth or a Persian man. And we like those. That's like Japanese folklore stuff. Okay. And now you're being culturally insensitive. Actually, I could tell you Sneasel does have a little Japanese folklore, man. Now you're being culturally insensitive, Josh. Here's the other things I don't like. One big ear, it's red. One little ear that's not red. Why? (laughs) Third thing, rooster, rooster tail. Mm -hmm. Why? Fourth thing. It's got sexy girl eyelashes. Okay. Why? Well, now you're being gendered. They could just be sexy eyelashes with some mascara. You're right. Fine. It's got sexy eyelashes. Why? Um, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> wants to look good for the other sneezles. I just don't like this thing. Why can't Sneasels just dress up for, you know, the benefit of their other Sneasels? It's Gen 2 sprite was really bad, I think, too, which is the reason I didn't like it originally. The Gen 2 sprite's bad, but Gen 3, I think it's kind of coming into itself. Yeah, the silver gold sprites are bad. It's really bad. I'm looking at those again. It barely even looks like what it looks like now. It looks like a bug. Like, its colors aren't even the same. Although, I do like the the shiny pink and yellow is the shiny one which is very cool pink body yellow ears it's kind of a cool look all right here's the next part Joshy's facty right yes this is a, a segment that josh ripped off from me um, tanner's tanny's facty i came up with it yeah check the tapes bug catchers i implore you to check the tapes and i will have a tanny's facty later <laughs> when i do my you make me bar so here's a really surprising one Sneasel is a combination of sneaky and weasel I thought it would maybe be a combination of sneeze and weasel. It may also derive from sneeze, an action (laughs) associated with having a cold or being cold, referring to its its ice ice type. type. Yeah. Yeah. And then here's where the folklore gets involved. Sneasel may be based on the Kamaitachi. Kamaitachi? Kamaitachi, yes. A type of yokai, Hmm. often represented as weasel demons with sickles on their front legs and sometimes understood as the cause of mysterious cuts on the skin, especially in cold weather. Interesting. Lots to take in. Lots to take in. My immediate reaction is I don't think I often find myself with mysterious cuts in cold weather. Right. So that's why it would be very, like, provocative. Like, why is that happening to you? I guess. If it happened to me, though. But I don't know. The demon, which is actually pretty cool. It's a weasel demon that looks like it's holding a bunch of knives. (laughs) <laughs> that is cool oh i do like that yeah do you ever play those yokai watch games no they're sort of pokemon like as i stated before in regards to digimon i only have space of my life for one mon and it's pokemon this game is called yokai watch you walk around trying to catch yokai but you do so in um with mini games and yokai's are like they're like ghosts fun or like demons. demons yeah oh they're like, they're like spirits daedra in yeah elder scrolls okay Wow, culture and sensitivity just doesn't stop today. I am making a a reference to, I'm imparting wisdom that people will understand. You're giving them touch points. Yeah. You know the Daedra. Cultural touch points. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I caught a deli bird. Love it. Estrovin. Such a cutie. Oh, yeah. These little deli birds. Do deli birds evolve in anything? No. I hope not. They're kind of perfect the way they are. Just like plump little Santas plump little santa birds with their little sacks and their little beards yeah i i mean deli bird is your those are our equivalents actually that's really uh festive we each got our relatively rare version exclusive in there oh, oh oh, you have Sneasel, and i have deli bird yeah deli bird would have been my sweetie if i had that opportunity yeah i just i when i caught it i was like dang this thing's this thing's a cutie don't sleep on deli bird was he keeping that little sack it's bad though Very bad stats. Probably like fish. Presents. His or her special move is, uh, isn't it like present? It's just present. (laughs) It's probably like fish. It's like fish heads. And he's just like a little cutie. And he's like, here's your present. And it's just a fish head. Yeah. Because he doesn't know better, right? No. He just gives you whatever he's got. And what he's got is fish heads. So then you make your way up through Icefall Cavern. You encounter Lorelei. Watching on as a couple of Team Rocket grunts get up to bad business, yeah. And she says, "Hey, you take the one on the right; I'll take the one on the left." Yeah, she's accusing them of trying to steal Pokemon to like sell them. Let's murk these two, and we did. I think she wanted to kill them. We had to stop her. She wanted to just fucking murder them and toss them up in the the cavern. There's like a little like cave lake here, yeah, frozen cave lake, and she wanted to like trap them under the ice and drown them. Yeah, she's like, you saw those deli bird fish heads. Yeah, let's make sure the next present that comes out's a couple of these rock and grunt heads. Jesus, she said that to you? Yeah. She didn't say that to me. She's cold-blooded. You beat him. Cold-headed killer. And then that's it. It's kind of uneventful. Yeah, it doesn't like clearly ladder up into anything. It's just like a little side quest and then- Just I sort mean, of happens. That's four island for you. Yeah. <laughs> so then you take off and you go to five island next- because it's the logical thing to do. Yeah, you're basically just searching for, like, you know, what's the next clue to get this other gem. Right. So you just keep hitting the islands. There's a lot to do in Five Island. Yeah, Five Island's lit. It's like a tiny town, but it's got a bunch of areas secretly. What is there? There's there's the town. For now, we can only access the meadow, but later on, we're going to come back. Right, so we can we can access the meadow, and we can access... Can we get to Team Rocket Warehouse at this point? We can only get to the front. We can't get in because we don't have the other code. You can't get code. in because we don't have the password, right. So then you know what you got to do is turn around and go find that, that other password. And where are you going to go next? Six Island. But first, Josh, did you catch anyone on the Five Island Meadow? I caught a, a Slowpoke. Okay. And What's it called? Angie. Angie something. I don't know. Not even. <laughs> is that even a... Some sideshow character. <laughs> okay. I caught a Centret named Merlin... <laughs> it was cool to see a centret here merlin and the centret sprite is good in this game the centret sprites very good although i will say i had a couple of double takes because i was like that looks slightly off color and i actually thought it was a shiny originally yeah the color between the shiny and the normal centret is very negligible oh yeah it's pretty it's pretty close so you don't miss the little you know shine animation in the split second then you have no idea I um had a similar encounter with a Pokemon a little later that we'll talk about. Okay. Based on its color, I thought it was a shiny, but it, it was not. It's just like the vast difference between gold and silver and fire red in this color palette for this sprite just threw me off. It was Hoppip. I don't know why I'm speaking so such shady terms. Yeah, none of it is a surprise anymore. The Hoppip I encountered later. We all have Hoppips here. It was like this shade of pink where I was like, I don't remember it being this pink. Is this a shiny? And then I went and looked up and I was like, no, they're just pretty inconsistent with their color palettes across games. Right. The shiny hop up is green. So anyway, that's all we can do on five Island and Joshua, I would love to talk about what we did on six Island. Mm-hmm. Cause that's where we're headed next. Mm-hmm. But something is holding you up? after this break. Okay. Joshua, uh, we leave Five Island in search of the second part of the Rocket Warehouse password. By the way, welcome back. Welcome back, Bug Catchers. Welcome back. We make our way to Six Island, next in the line. Six Island is a fairly robust place with lots of fun little searchable areas yeah six islands got quite a little village here it's got a bunch of other islands it's got a bunch of shit lots of sur- little surfing routes i like six island and six Island's cool i like it a lot I like, I like six island yeah i found my way to the uh water path first uh which is a catchable route did you catch anyone interesting this is where i got centrate. ah okay <laughs> boring because uh, Path is uh, has actual surfing area, but then it also has like grass. Unfortunately, I hit yeah. the grass before I, another fucking tentacle bothered me. Me too. I got an oddish. Oh, look at you! How many oddishes is that? Four? I think three. Well, one died. Remember? Oh, that's right. Da- David carrot. David can Candine is what I've written here. David canadine. David canadine. Yeah. There's not enough room to write all that, so I just wrote D. He is a brilliant historian. Let me guess, he talks about Queen Elizabeth and some other British bullshit? No, British. So World War II. But modern era focus and best known for his class studies and maritime no, history. And Churchill stuff? Well, he's written about Churchill, sure, but <laughs> I know him yes. <laughs> for his work on the Battle of Trafalgar and his bio of Admiral Lord Nelson, Yeah. Okay. Horatio Nelson whose victory there uh, during the Napoleonic Wars is one of the most famous in maritime history, and it's why there's a Trafalgar Square honoring Nelson in London. And former Pokemon the of call. I don't remember who Lord Nelson was. No, I don't think so. Maybe season one? Nelson or Nelson? His name's Horatio. Horatio Nelson. I was checking the, the Josh's Beloved doc to see if you maybe put it here, but no, it was Lord Palmerston here. Yeah, and Palmerston was a British PM in the Victorian era. We, I guess Lord Nelson, we've just never explored. I could have sworn. So familiar to me, that name. Maybe you've heard of him because he's one of the most famous admirals ever. I haven't heard that name in 15 years. <laughs> so you you get past the water route and you make your way. Um, I think south, yeah. And then you find your way to Ruin Valley. Ruin Valley, which is- chock full of these ruin maniacs. Yep. And the the dotted hole. Yeah. I don't have a joke. I don't have a joke prepared for that. There's more Braille here, and this is where you learn you need to use the move cut to get through the door. Yeah. And once you do, um, you encounter the sapphire. It's sitting there in the middle of the room. It looks cool. You go to grab it, and when you try to grab it, a scientist grabs it instead of you. Yes. And he reveals that he is a rocket grunt. Yeah. And knows the other half of the password, which is yes nah, chancy. Yes not nah, chancy. Yes not nah, chancy. The C is shared. It's a it's one of those palindromes where the middle letter is shared. <laughs> is that a thing? Yeah, I think so. All right. Like Ava, my sister. Sure. So he and he makes off with the the sapphire and you realize you're going to have to chase that little villain down to the the rocket warehouse to finally recover this sapphire for Cilio. Cilio. Speaking of Cilio, I had a catch here, Joshua, uh-huh. which was not too. Uh, I wanted one of those because a flying psychic would have bailed me out. That would have helped me in our battle last week. Funny, silly little psychic bird, flying psychic, and his name is Doug Butabi. Oh, of the... Some newcomers to the Josh's Beloved list. Any relation to Steve Butabi? Um, let me see. Who did I name Steve Butabi? Your brothers? No. <laughs> yes. Yes works every time so i caught a natu i didn't i boxed him i i would have loved to have like played around with him a little but at that point on my team i already had an alakazam and i was just like i don't think i need a flying psychic on my team as well yeah i got a meryl that's cute fun it's too late i'm not interested but i named it butch which i thought was funny that is funny who's butch butch you don't even know anymore Butch Don Concini. I know I asked, but I actually don't even care. Uh, I mean, we're in the New York Mafia family at this point, man. Like, and then so we had, we had updated the um, catchable route list to kind of catch all of these little because previously we had just listed like oh yeah, Four Island, Five Island, Six Island, but now we kind of caught all these new little areas within the Sevi Islands. There are a lot, and you had listed this one called Green Path slash Pattern Bush as a catchable area, and yeah. I. Swear to God, Josh, I just never found it. You never found the whole area? Never encountered it once. Okay. It's a glaring omission on my catchable roots list. Green path and pattern bush is like far to the north. It's like north past the water path. Okay. So the thing, bug catchers, if you haven't done the Seve Islands, like a lot of this is like you could just look at the water that's right next to, you know, the landmass, and you can't always tell if it's, like, obviously going to lead somewhere. And sometimes when you try to surf, you can surf and go find, like, a whole new area. And sometimes when you try to surf, it says, the currents are too strong here. Right. And you can't surf at all. And it's there's no rhyme or reason to, like, where you can and cannot surf and where you can and cannot find these paths to new places. Yeah. And I did not find this one, green path slash pattern bush what's up there not much there's a lot of trainers in the pattern bush and it's basically a layout like route 11 i believe like the one that's east of vermilion where it's like a well you know well uh trimmed path like a park basically okay and then there's a bunch of like aroma ladies and bug catchers aroma ladies is sort of a weird (laughs) aroma ladies is sort of it feels almost like a mistranslation yeah what does aroma ladies mean they like flowers Okay. They're always around flowers. I like flowers. And they usually comment on your smell or the smell of your Pokemon. Yeah. Like I think one of them in here is like, you smell like sweaty Pokemon. Yeah. I'm like, and I I probably would at this point, in my journey. who are you? Who are you, fucking lady? They have these little sparkles around them too, like they're enchanted. Yeah. They kind of have the petal dance like. Petals around them yeah yeah exactly aroma ladies are a mysterious trainer type i i like them but they're weird yeah i like that they neg me constantly oh you know yeah like you stink it's like ooh, yeah i'll show you what stinks <laughs> <laughs> do you catch anyone up here yeah i caught a Caterpie. boring there's heracrosses in there which is like so infuriating because I would have loved, a uh, Heracross would have also bailed me out last week. Now I'm seeing in this fucking dock that you've got another area here that I just didn't see or hear about. Outcast Island? Yeah, so that one is like west of the Pattern bush Green Path. God, I miss so much. You can't do anything there though. And it's a little lazy, I'll admit, um, that they even kept it in this, the US release because apparently Outcast Island and Altering Cave is the other part of it. Was uh, an area that we triggered by using mystery gift, and it would trigger different Pokemon to spawn in there. So sort of similar to how like mystery gift or whatever it was called in um in Pokemon Mystery Dungeon functioned. Okay, wonder mail. It was like wonder, wonder mail. Yeah. And so just Pokemon from the whole world would show up in it. But in the U.S. version, they never made that functionality. So you go to this spot and you just wander around it in a cave that has literally nothing in it is there any catchable areas there no there's no because they didn't program it so it's just a cave system that you can wander around that pokemon don't trigger there's no items stupid yeah it sucked but we got what we came for which is the the other half of the password for rocket warehouse so back to five island past the meadow yep and to rocket warehouse rocket warehouse which is just another fucking Team Rocket hideout with all the same Team Rocket tricks. It's like conveyor belt floors that, that whirl you around. Yeah, it's like Silph Co. Yeah, and, and grunts with all the same stupid boring Pokemon like Mucks and Weezings and Coughings and Cobras, uh, Arbox. It's boring. And then at the end, there's like an upstart. Like some some guy who's like trying to step into Giovanni's shoes and he keeps talking about how like Giovanni is unstoppable and apparently the news about Giovanni hasn't reached Savvy Islands yet. Yeah, that's a funny piece of programming because it's like, oh, it's not Team Rocket like starting up anew. It's that all of these people are so isolated that they didn't get the news that Team Rocket's through. Right. So you break the news to these like acolytes. You break it to him in the the most brutal way possible by killing his Pokemon. Yeah. And then he's like, "Oh shit, Giovanni's really dead, isn't he?" And yeah. You're like, yeah. And then uh, he runs away, and then you fight that scientist at the end of it who stole. Yes. The gem, which is a sapphire. Yep, and then you get the sapphire. You also get sludge bomb in here. Yeah, which is crucial to my gameplay because that's what I taught uh, Venusaur. Yeah, sludge bomb is a great move, right? And it didn't help you last week when I beat you. Okay, well, maybe it could this week if you want to battle. We're not going to battle. Uh We're not going to battle, though you flipped a coin and you got tails, You remember? <sighs> so... Sounds like our battling is and done now for you're, the season you're just chicken. of chicken Grand champion. Too Combuskin. too Combuskin to take up my challenge. I'm retiring while I'm on top. Mm-hmm. So then there's still more to do here in Five Island if you're interested in doing it. There's lots of catchable roots. Yeah. The first thing you kind of encounter is this squiggly shaped island with a little pillar of rocks sticking out of it. Memorial pillar. And it's there in honor of perhaps lord nelson an onyx nelson call that is named god it's got the dumbest name now i can't remember what it is uh, i don't remember either it was so bad it was like it was like ripped right out of like 2003 <laughs> okay let's get that tectonics tectonics with an x <laughs> very cool so this this trainer lost his his onyx named tectonics and built a memorial to it, and then... Well, you can leave... A, I read this. I didn't do this. I didn't do this either. You can leave a lemonade at the foot of it to get TM-42, which is facade. Not interested. There's also a metal coat nearby, which is interesting because it's like, oh, was the trainer going to evolve the Onyx into a metal uh, into a Steelix, and then it got killed or whatever? Could be like a full metal alchemist thing, where he's trying to like put Onyx's soul into like a Ooh, yeah. metal suit of armor. That'd be cool. Did you catch anyone out here? Hop up. Oh, cute. hop Agent Skip, because it evolves into Skip Loom. It never will be, but I caught a hop Yeah, Hop-ip. We actually did this a little bit out of order. I did the Water Labyrinth first and caught a Hop-ip there, too. So by the time I made it over to Memorial Pillar and caught another Hop-ip, I was like, well, I'm certainly not going to have one Hop-ip on my team, <laughs> and I'm never going to have two on my team. Yeah. So I named this one hop The first one I named Murakami. Great author. And that's on Water Labyrinth, which is sort of the, um, the root... That's west of Five Island. Yeah, and uh, Water Labyrinth is the one that I did not partake in. It's not much here. There's like an old man out there who, gosh, what does he do? Now I can't remember what he does. Let me go look real quick. I feel like I would have found my way there if it really mattered. Oh, he gives you a toga egg. No, I don't care. Which is like, we can't even take it, it's not part of the rules. Keep your. What's a Mr. Mime gonna do with a toga egg? Eat it, probably accidentally. Keep your goddamn egg. Right? <laughs> He wouldn't know. He's a Mr. Mime. No. He would probably do it in front of the man. The man would hand him his egg. He'd be like, this is my prize Togepi. And Mr. Mime would just be like, ow. Oh, thank you. I am famished. <laughs> He's nonverbal, by the way. I don't know if I ever explained that. You didn't, actually. He can only say Mr. Mime. That's a season finale reveal. He's a Pokemon. All he can say is variations of Mr. Mime. <laughs> He'd be like, Mr. Mr. Mime. So when he gets the egg, he goes, Mime. Mime. And then mime. he eats it. And then he just sees <laughs> it. And the old man's just horrified. Whatever togepi sucks whatever and then to, there's another couple like spots here there's there's resort gorgeous which is a <laughs> very cool this is great <laughs> <laughs> this is where I uh my aforementioned in the previous episode my uh Artillery Gabriella I caught Remarade here because there's like an island that has a Crush Trainer or an Aroma Lady. I don't know. You know these Crush Trainers as well? Yeah. They're just like fitness heads. Yep. And I made it there and I saw that it triggered Resort Gorgeous as like the area technically. Popped a line, Remoraid, baby. That's cool. I got a quill fish, which is also sort of interesting, but like... Oh, I think that's your version exclusive, so... Quillfish is kind of boring because it doesn't evolve in anything. Yeah. It's just an ugly little fish. I don't think quillfish is good, but it's rare, so it was kind of interesting to see. And its name is Marlon James, also another great author. Black leopard, red wolf. And then the last spot on this island, on Five Island, is Lost Cave, which is kind of a... um Lost Woods yeah, from that. Ocarina of Time style puzzle. Yeah. Or you can go east, north, south, or west and sort of see repeated spots over and over again. But every now and then you can find your way to a place that has like a Pokeball or something. Rare candies. Oh, I got sea incense. Yeah, there's incense, that's right. Which is kind of cool. It seems like it does the same thing as Mystic Water, which I already had, so I didn't really need it. But And then there's also um, a lady down here. Lady Selfie. Who is the proprietor of Resort Gorgeous, which seemingly is just her house, and then it has a bunch of, like, trainers around it. Like Aroma Ladies and shit. After you rescue her, she ends up back at Resort Gorgeous. You can kind of interact with her, but... Yeah, you fight her. She's got two Persians. It was weird. I made a ton of money here. She gives you like 10 grand, and I had the amulet coin at this point. Yeah. I got 20 grand out of her, and then I think I got another like 15 or 18,000 out of like the two Aroma Ladies who are on the island that Resort Gorgeous is on. But what's going on on Resort Gorgeous? Is this like a cult thing? A sex thing? Oh, uh, it's probably like a sex thing. It's probably like a thing um, where they like kidnap young people from around the world and yeah. like hunt them. Yeah. Like hostile. Did you see that movie? No. Oh, it's good. It's a movie episode. Yeah, it's a movie episode. Let's get David Sims back in here. Hostile. It's a horror movie. It's about teens getting lost in Eastern Europe and then they kind of end up in this torture dungeon where rich people uh torture and kill them for fun hmm. and then two of them escape and guys, it's it's a romp it's really well, gory budget 4.8 million box office 80.6 now that is a return it was one of eli roth's very first movies written by eli roth produced by eli roth directed by eli roth well wow. i think it was one of his first movies it's extremely gory but Kind of fun. All right, well, there's another recommendation for you all, bug catchers. Uh, what were we talking about? Horror movies. No, Pokemon. Uh, Pokemon. That's it for Five Island. Then you, you got your, both your gems and you, you make your way back to one island and you give Celio the- um, Celio Sapphire as well. And the internet is working and you can now trade between Ruby and Sapphire carts and Leaf, Green, and Fire, Red carts. Yes. If you want to and if you have both and if you have two Game Boys, which I do, but I didn't do any trading. Uh, I only have one Game Boy, uh, and I'm not interested, so I didn't do any of that. But it leaves one island that we never had to go to. Did you go to? Did you go to Seven Island? Yes. Yeah, me too. I caught Pokemon out here. You can see on the sheet. got a lot of my fucking training done. Yeah. Seven Island is the end of the line, and it's just got this. I think it's the highest level like normal trainers that you can fight. So it's this great like training zone. Yep. And there's a ton of people out here. There's also a move tutor on the bridge that goes into the Savalt Canyon uh, who can teach you swords dance. Does he also eat mushrooms or is it a different one? I don't know if that's the proper term, but that's what they like. They've been littered throughout the land. Where they just will teach you a move? In the parlance of Morrowind, they would be called Trainers. Okay, yeah. They train moves to you. Yeah. I didn't do Swords Dance. I don't think I would have a Pokemon that's eligible for it. My only one would be Gyarados, but he has Dragon Dance, Uh, and it's a superior dance. Wait, is Dragon? Dragon Dance, yeah. Yeah. You've written down here, Trainer Tower, and I don't know what that means. I didn't go there. I didn't either. Canyon Entrance. Trainer Tower is north. (laughs) Trainer Tower is north of the main island, and it's the same shit with, what was it, Battle Tower in Hoenn? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't get experience. You don't get money. You get, like, random items. I don't care. Not interesting. Maybe maybe it would have been interesting in 2004, like, if this is the only Pokemon game I had, and I had to wait, like, two years before another one to come out. Yeah. Like, maybe it would have been interesting then. I just wanted more Pokemon, but I got places to be. I've got Gales to Darkness, and I've got coliseums to Pokemon. so Absolutely. Not interested in Trainer Tower, but I am interested in Sevalt Canyon. There are two catchable routes here. There's the canyon entrance. It's its own thing for some reason. And I caught a delightful little Pokemon that I honestly had to sit and think about whether or not I wanted to spend hours leveling. Oh, yeah. Because I was like, wouldn't it be fun if I brought this to the final battle to replace Kangaskhan? Who was it? It is a Fampi fampy fampy so sweet who i named potus oh my big old cat yeah fampy that's good very good and i thought it would be so fun to bring a fampy to this battle with tony and josh that would have been i just don't i don't have the man hours to level this thing right now this was the stage when i was here originally that i was like hoping i would get a fampy at some point because i was gonna do it actually yeah don fan don fan but i I, I got a Firo. I had just gotten done l- like power leveling a goddamn Tangela. Tangela, <laughs> right? Like one of the worst Pokemon I've ever brought into the final battle, and I just didn't have the stomach for leveling a a Fampy too. So, who'd you catch? Firo. <laughs> okay, rest in rest in petals. Polly, Polly walnuts. Little, this one's a little Polly. Is that an actual character from Sopranos yeah, or something? No, it is. <laughs> it's fitting. Yeah. So then you make your way out of the canyon entrance and into the canyon itself, and there's a lot going on here. There's a ton of trainers. Yeah. There's some catchable roots. I caught a Skarmory, who I named Riley. Oh, that's my childhood cat. One of them. Yeah. And then I caught Cubone, who I named Rusty Milio. Rusty Milio. <laughs> Milio. And then... No idea who that fucking character even is. I do have... A trainer danger here who you've also noted oh would do we want to do an actual trainer danger i think so let's I issue it appropriate here yeah don't know what his name is trainer danger for this chancy dance guy <laughs> there's one structure here down at the southernmost point of seven island in all of Sevalt canyon and it's a house and you walk in and it's notable, like, it's notable. Like, I don't walk in every house. The houses are boring. You don't even walk into every house. No. See what's in there? The house, I barge in every this house. This one's out in the middle of nowhere, and you walk in, and there's this creep there, an old man. The old man with the wide legs, like cowboy-esque kind of one, and he's bald, and it's sort of like, wow. And he says some bullshit for- to you, and then he turns off the lights. <laughs> Or no, sorry. <laughs> I don't know if I remember that detail. Oh, no, no, no. He does. He, he says some bullshit to you, and then you'd have to dance with him. Yeah, he does a little dance. He's like, dance with me. It's got, like, music. And then he goes, will you dance with me? Yeah. And you can say yes or no, by the way. Yes. So it's consensual dancing. But I obviously clicked yes. Yeah, me too. And then you dance a little and then the lights turn off and the screen goes black. And when the screen comes back up, you're alone in the house with the man and a chancy. Yeah. And it does a little He's Just sitting there watching you. The whole thing going on. And he's like sort of clapping. Yeah, I don't know. He's got some kind of weird relationship with Chansey that I'm not interested in exploring. Your Pokemon and yourself, probably in some ways, mentally, physically unclear, uh, end up healed. Yeah, it's because you're trapped in a dream world now. It's Chansey Dance Land. You're trapped in the, the Gala Eternal. Yeah. It's very creepy, and it's my Traitor Danger of the Week. There's one other area that you've noted here on Seven Island. Did not encounter it. Did not care to <laughs> encounter it. Tanobi Ruins is south of there. Tanobi Ruins. You can unlock finding unknowns here. Ugh, nope. Not interested, man. It's a fucking pass. Tanobi Ruins, more like Tanope Ruins, because I'm out of here. Tanobi Ruins. That's good. Yeah, thank you. Yours was good too. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. That's it for the seven Islands. Pretty boring. <laughs> It's like a window dressing. Like I mean, it's basically just a means of delivering you more trainers. I'm like waiting for these end games, these end game scenes to be a little more interesting. Yeah, but like we've had two pretty robust end games now in gold and silver, and now fire red and leaf green. Ruby and Sapphire had end games too, but they were not all that interesting. It was mostly just battle tower, right? Yeah, but both of those end games, like even gold and silver, which is like you go back to Kanto and you relive Kanto. It was like pretty bad. Yeah, because it was like a uh, run down Kanto. And this one is pretty bad too. It's just like, it's, I'm not looking for a full robust game experience, but I'm looking for something a little bit better than just like a bunch of boring Pokemon on a bunch of boring islands. But whatever, it was It was cool. I had fun. Yeah, it it's basically like different venues to like deliver you some EXP, but it's sort of like, You know, I guess benefit of the doubt at the time, it would have been good if you're training to battle your friends. Yeah. It gives you more interesting environments, but now it doesn't really hold up. Yeah. We should also say at this point, you can also um, go back and uh, face off against the Elite Four too. Yeah. I think you can do that once you get the rainbow pass. I didn't do it just because I looked up what their levels are, and I think my whole team or half my team probably would have died. All right, so the last thing is an old favorite of most. Um, Pokeheads? Pokeheads, who've followed us on this journey before, and it's Cerulean Cave, a.k.a. Mystery Cave. or Mystery... I think it was originally the Unknown Dungeon. Yeah. At least back when I was banging. Right outside of Cerulean City, which we've been here before, we're here again. It's a big, nasty cave full of high-level Pokemon. Yeah. I caught a Kadabra. Name Zach Cram, <laughs> childhood friend. Yeah. How far into the list did you make it? I feel like you're really. Let's go look near the end. Well, I think sometimes I forgot to note. You used Uncle Steve twice. Okay, <laughs> see, that's what I mean. I like sometimes out. I forgot to when sometimes <laughs> I forgot to like note when I used a name. So it's like in here it apparently I still have Winston Churchill available, but I'm pretty sure I used Churchill. No, you didn't. Okay, but he's obviously been in the series before, so I have Shad available. Shad shad it's a rapper i have robert d kaplan but i'm pretty sure i used kaplan before too and marlon james who i also think i used you have just used marlon james in this episode Oh, i forgot to note it <laughs> and then i have mitchell a cat of yours growing up another childhood cat yeah and i have charlie klein current uh i mean i guess all of them are but uh childhood friend as well and then i and then i have um chris oh yeah uncle steve's girlfriend I haven't gotten to the bottom of the polyamorous thing yet, but keep you updated, bug catchers. Someone posted a very funny meme on the bug subreddit. Yeah, I'll give a. Actually, I just saw that. Uh, let's give a. Let's give an on-air shout-out to this excellent meme by Side Item. We'll post it on Twitter too. So by the time this comes out, you will have seen it. Yeah, very good, very good meme about uh, me bringing up the polyamorous thing at <laughs> Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly in K is kind of a, a little bit of a beast. You got to get through. There's a lot of a tough pokemon in here. I uh Did you what, sorry, did you catch anyone here? I uh, no. Okay. Uh, I encountered an Electrode who promptly explosioned. And killed someone? No, although I thought it might actually happen because it was Dr. Melfi up front, the Magneton. So, like, low health, low defense. Right. Took half the health, but hadn't done any other moves. It just, like, popped up and, like, immediately popped explosion. Prick. It was great. I'm not fucking interested, so... Go fuck yourself, Electrode. Uh, but I made my way to the end of the cave, and I encountered a Pokemon who is actually my... No. You make me barf Pokemon of the world. God, week. you're not going to pull this again, are you? And it's Mewtwo. Uh-huh. The 16-bit sprite does Mewtwo no favors. It looks like he has a big purple dick hanging out between his legs and going back between his legs. Maybe that's no favors to you. I have a Tanny's Facty here. Okay. If you're open to it. And And this this is is right from Bulbapedia. Bulbapedia. Yeah, Yeah, I just copy and pasted this right from Bulbapedia. Uh, Mewtwo is a combination of Mew and Two. Mm -hmm. Because it's the second Mew. It's a clone. Yeah. It's definitely just Mew and Two. It's a clone of Mew. The second Mew. Mewtwo. Yeah. And that's right from Bulbapedia. Sure, that sounds fine. Mewtwo may be based on the Ushi Muki no Pinusu. Pi, sorry. <laughs> Ushiro ushi ushi Muki <laughs> no Pinisu. Uh. A type of yokai that had a large purple phallus growing out of its crotch and backwards between its legs. Mm. It's also got a luscious thick butt and weird ball fingers. It's gross to look at, even though it's some people's favorite Pokemon. Me, people. So that's right from Bulbapedia, and that's Tanner's Facty, and that's Cerulean Cave. Did you... you, What what was your encounter uh, with Mewtwo? Like, anything interesting happen? I left him alone! I'm gonna leave him alone, because I'm gonna... (laughs) I killed him. (laughs) Once this episode's over, I'm gonna go capture him, and... Keep them because the Nuzlocke run is done. I would love for you to figure out a way in the near future to catch all the available Mewtwo's possible <laughs> and make a six person all Mewtwo team for an upcoming up, uh, season, if you could. I am capable of doing that. Not yet, maybe. I will be capable. You will be capable of it. Once we get up to like Heart Gold, Soul Silver. Oh, I yeah. would love to see that. That would be so fun. You just have an all Mewtwo team, and with Pokemon Home, baby. Ooh, I killed it, but we had to raise the level cap. The reason I can't ever use them is because they're level seventy. I killed it, which was my goal. Mister Mime is terrified of Mewtwo. He his one be. goal, his one ambition was to kill Mewtwo, and he did it. Uh, so that's it. That's Cerulean Cave. That's Pokemon Fire Red and Leaf Green we still have a little bit of of business to do which is talking about our level check i didn't think we needed to do level check this week because my levels remained unchanged from last week when we battled tony yeah i told josh as we were sitting down today that my game boy has been sitting here next to my recording station since we recorded last week i have not picked it up once i did i thought we were done i didn't think we'd have to do any more leveling yep so here's my levels same as last week it's level check oh sorry it's level check Loki, Arcanine, level 67. Mewtwo, Alakazam, level 64. Link, Tangela, level 62. Uncle Steve, Poliwrath, level 63. Mike, Heald, Machamp, level 64. Maggie, Dugong, level 63. Josh? So, Bugcatchers, as you know, we had to flip a coin every episode to see whether or not we battle. And I at least factored that in going into this week that we would potentially battle. The heads have been popping off this season. I got a tails. Yeah, so no battle. And I tried to issue another challenge to Tanner to try... No battle. The results will stand from last week. Try out a team that's got similar levels to him, and he's rejected my offer. Your team last week had similar levels to me. No, barely. Barely. You're still higher than me. Anyway, the results stand from last week. We did roll a tails, so we can't battle this week. Sorry. It's unfortunate. It would have been fun to see what our teams could do against one another, but we're just not there. My Pokemon are all retired because they're all level sixty-five. My entire team. Tony Soprano, Venusaur, Carmelo, Ninetales, Silvio Gyarados, Gabriela Octillery, Dr. Melfi, Magneton. How many hours do you spend? How many hours do you spend leveling your entire team up to sixty five? Additional pointlessly. Additional three, probably. Pointlessly. Oh, my total hours, by the way? Sixty nine. I didn't aim for that, but... Hell yeah! <laughs> ended up <at> 69. Oh, <laughs> my batteries are dead. <laughs> All right, well... My Game Boy's been sitting down here for a week. My batteries are completely dead. <laughs> All right, well... Duh. I've uploaded my whole team to Pokemon for Showdown, For this season, I am so... the Grand Supreme Champion, um, and I will be uh, for time immemorial. So. Well, also, as we established episodes ago, this whole season is actually a dreamscape, and the results of the battles don't count, because it's a Nuzlocke, and we didn't even have a level caps, so... Some people, most people, would say there's no champion this season. Actually, maybe next. And none, of it, none of it counts. The season will do a best of, and where we each pick our favorite team that we've developed so far, and we'll battle those teams. Maybe that's it, though. We're not battling. I guess not, because we shouldn't be battling. Tanner's being a little kimbuskin. I'm not being a kimbuskin. I'm I'm being a, a champion. I'm a Pokemon champion. I guess you forgot what that's like because you haven't been a Pokemon champion in some time. Uh, I was earlier in three A. I was in three A. Three A. I became know. the I don't champion. That. Anyway, bug catchers, <laughs> thank you for joining us this week. Please do if you haven't yet pick up Pokemon Coliseum and Pokemon Gale, Gale of, of Darkness, Darkness. Pokemon XD. XD, Gale of Darkness on GameCube and a GameCube too if you don't have one because like who the hell has a GameCube anymore? Other than me. And me now. And by the way, the final kill counts. Oh, sure. I had seven. I had eight. Okay. Not as bad as I thought it would be. So you had more deaths than me. Yeah. I honestly thought it was going to be like 20. I thought it would be higher. Yeah. Yeah. But not too bad. A lot of those were pretty low level Pokemon. The, The ones that really hurt were like Gyarados and Charmeleon, obviously. Yeah. I mean for me it was definitely the elite 4 run where I lost Fero and Primate. I mean the Primape in particular was a fucking Yeah that's devastating situation early on. So anyway please do join us for those games we will tell you in the near future like what our plan is for breaking those games up into episodes so you can play along if you'd like. Do follow us on social media at expsharepod on Twitter and Instagram. Check out the subreddit. Yes. Reddit.com slash r slash bugcatchers. Rate and review the show on uh, Apple Podcasts. And please only leave four stars or better and leave a review. It really does help. Still not sure about the four star thing, but four or five is good. Please do leave a five star review only. <laughs> if you're not interested in leaving a five star review, do not leave a review at all. <laughs> Joshua, thank you for joining me. Bugcatchers, thank you for joining us. We will see you next week for Experience Share Season 3 GC, starting with Pokemon Coliseum. I can't wait. Goodbye, Josh. Hope you can't all wait. And until then, I'll... Uh... Oh, I saw this from uh, Greg slash Gary slash Bad Josh on the islands. He said, be smelling ya. Jesus, that's so cool. He says some cool shit. He always says, instead of smell you later, he just says, smell ya. Yeah. But now he's saying, be smelling ya. Be smelling ya. So I'm going to try that out this week. He's smelling you. He's smelling you. I love that.